If I make a request to a woman, I want to ask her for a phone number, I want to take her somewhere, I want to take her clothes off, I want to put my cock inside her. These are all powerful and sexy elements that you must be able to do. A lot of men have a lot of shame around those. Even listening to this, some of you might be like feeling uncomfortable hearing those words. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. An area of this study of intention that is often misunderstood or completely overlooked is that intent is not only about masculine, active, penetrative movement. Right? It is definitely that, and that is the area that I tend to emphasize with my clients because this is the area that those men lack, the ability to go forth and do what they want, to project their uh, desires, to you know, state their will, to ask, to take. Right? So this is vitally important, and it tends to be the area that is most lacking in the nice guy or the, or the guy that is waiting for life to de- deliver the goods to him. However, this is literally only half of the picture. Understand that if you only focus in this way, then it's very difficult for you to negotiate with other people. It's very easy to come across as arrogant, belligerent, pushy, selfish, aggressive, right? Because these these are elements of, in a way, they are all elements of selfishness. And not that selfishness is overall a bad thing. We have to be selfish to survive, right? If I If I I give away every single thing that I have and every piece of food that I have, I will starve. I need to, at some point, decide that me being alive and me having my needs met is more important to me than doing that for every other person on the planet. So, effect, you know, selfishness is the thing that has kept human beings alive as well as altruistic reciprocity, right? So we are reciprocal altruists. There's a lot of debate about whether someone can be actually purely altruistic to to only care about others. Probably not. But we certainly gain a lot by giving to other people, by receiving and learning from other people. We are social creatures. We've always survived by looking after each other within our in-group and then slaughtering the out-group across the the hill, right? But looking after our family or our tribal units, uh, knowing, knowing our place within that, having our needs met, but also making sure the needs of others are met. This is part of the human condition. When we are completely isolated from that, we live in a cubicle, we, we order our food from a phone app, we you know, have sex with robots. You know, if there's a situation where you don't need any other human being, you still you have a deep sense of lacking of this beautiful part of being human, which is giving, receiving, taking, allowing. So it's important to understand that your intention should just not should not just be, you know, I'm a forceful, aggressive male and I go forth and I get what I want and that's the kind of guy I am, right? That's, that is a, still a fairly immature and un, like not well-rounded version of what a man can be. So for the flip side, there's a flip side to every active, taking, proactive or penetrative action or intention. And that is the more passive elements of intent or the more receiving elements of intent. And these, these are really, really vital. This, this ties in very closely also with awareness, right? So if we look at this on the micro levels or the smaller levels of communication, if I make a request to a woman, I wanna ask her for a phone number, I wanna take her somewhere, I wanna take her out of this venue into a car, you like, I wanna take her clothes off, I wanna put my cock inside her. 
These are the desires there. I want you, I'm gonna do this. You know, I want my needs met. You know, I'm gonna lead you, I'm gonna take you, right? These are all powerful and sexy elements that you must be able to do. A lot of men have a lot of shame around those. Even listening to this, some of you might be like feeling uncomfortable hearing those words. Things like, I want to take you. I want to fuck you. I want something from you. Please me, give me, right? If you feel uncomfortable with those ideas, that needs to be addressed because you will never be able to be a fully formed sexual masculine male if you can't do those things. And you'll need to understand at some point or another that women respect that and like that in a man. Of course, if he only does that, then he's selfish, pushy, belligerent, maybe even dangerous. But if he doesn't do that at all, he's a wimp. He's, uh, he's lying that he doesn't have needs and he's only trying to please. She doesn't trust that. She, people trust people who have needs and try to get them met. And along the way, if they're, if they're good people, they will help other people get their needs met as well. And this is the area that we're looking at here. There's this concept of healthy relationships called the wheel of exchange. And you can look at this in terms of what is it that makes a healthy relationship? Many aspects, but one of the most powerful aspects is the ability for both partners to experience giving, because when you experience giving, it means you get to experience abundance. If I can give somebody pleasure, it means I have an abundance of pleasure. It means that I get, get to experience selflessness. It means my, my intention gets to become more emotional and, and caring, right? And, when, and on the other side of that, in the exchange, when I give, is the opposite taking? No, the opposite is receiving, right? So if, somebody, if I allow myself to receive pleasure from somebody or service from somebody or, or words of love or a hug, you know, or a blowjob, right? There's all sorts of things that I can receive and then that gives me a sense of worthiness. It gives me a sense of being pampered, of being a god, a king, right? If my, if my woman wants to give me pleasure, then I, I feel awesome, right? And, and this is something that a lot of men and women are not so good at. They're not good at receiving compliments or pleasure or help, right? That's something that I have struggled with over my life. I wanna be able to do everything myself. And so I'm not so good at receiving when somebody wants to give me help or assistance or advice or comfort or support. And that's something I've had to learn to have this intention that's more, more, more passive and receptive. It's just as important as being able to have the proactive, make things happen, take what you want, okay? Taking. Taking is something that I spoke about just before that a lot of men have issue with because it can be associated with abuse, with theft, with violence, right? with, with pure selfishness. However, especially in a relationship, if I don't have the intention to take, then the woman doesn't respect me really. She sees that I'm not a man who's able to get what he wants. Remembering that phrase, Women, women love a man who knows what he wants, and then the implication is, and can get it, right? Brackets, and can get what he wants. And what is it that he wants? He wants her, and he wants to conquer the world, and he wants to achieve things, and he wants to be a good father, and he wants to protect people, and he wants to look after his body. I know what I want, and, I'm and I have ways to go and get it, and I'm gonna get it most of the time. And if I don't get it, then I'm not gonna fall into a screaming heap. I'm gonna work out how do I adjust things to get to then go and get what I want. That's the kind of man that has integrity and she can rely on and trust over time. That's more likely to be the kind of man she wants to get into a relationship with and stay in a relationship with, right? So you must be able to take. But at the same time, you must be able to allow, allow others to take from you, especially in a relationship. What does a woman need from me? And she will need to, she will need to take it because I'm not always just going to give it. Giving is a different action. 
This is my choice to hand something over and then the other person gets to receive that. Whereas if I allow somebody, that's not giving. It's like somebody wants something from me and I allow them because I respect them, because I love them, because they need that. Okay, and this is this, uh, an interesting analogy of this or way to describe this is with a blowjob. You can give a blowjob, right? So the woman can give me it out of service or I can take it. You know, I can say, get on your knees and suck my dick. And now I'm taking in the sense that I'm, I'm not, it's not, I'm not forcing, but I am expressing my desire in no uncertain terms and I want to use this person in a positive way as a sexual object. What does, she, what does she get to experience then? Is she gets to experience allowing herself to be objectified and to be, to be an object and a vehicle of pleasure, which is also a very validating thing. Of course, if she wants to please me, right? It's very validating because then she gets to experience being desired completely. I'm an animal and I have to take you, right? So to have a well-rounded relationship and to be a well-rounded human being, I think, you need to be able to understand that these intentions shift from very proactive, masculine, passive to very receptive, and you can even say feminine. It's a good thing to, we are not 100% masculine. I have feminine aspects in me, you do too. Learning how to receive information from your senses, to be able to listen, to be able to not always be pushing to get what you want, but to be able to feel the nuance of how this flow of, of different agendas that people have, particularly in a relationship, move. This will allow you to be far more delicate and far more artistic with the way that you navigate through the world. Those who just push and hammer and take, sometimes those people can be very successful in the sense that they might have a stronger frame than other people. Other people give in and just let them take advantage of them or walk all over them or, or capitulate in negotiations. And there is an element to that. When I was talking earlier about themes for life of a man, being the hunter, the killer, the conqueror, those are aspects of us. Now, if we let them out in very, very in, let's say, unrestrained ways, okay, that might lead to us actually doing violence, breaking laws, or being, being a, you know, an, an asshole, being an evil person. So, of course, we have, to, we have to filter and mitigate those things, but we can't repress them and deny them completely. That's why societies have release valves. Sport is a way for men to smash each other without killing each other crowd situations like festivals or uh, rallies or whatever are, are places where people can come together and express their aggression and their and their passions right other forms of expression of of aggression through uh you know martial arts or debating or arguing uh, there's all sorts of ways that we can express these things and we need to be able to right otherwise it's a part an aspect of ourselves that the the intent to be the, the driving instinct and intent to be masculine, to be powerful, to be aggressive, to be able to compete, to be able to fight, right? These, these are things that we need to express in one way or another. There's many ways to do that. I'm not suggesting one is more vital than the other. Sometimes it's just being able to go and let off steam in the gym, punch a punching bag, you know, get in, get in your car and drive a bit too fast or I don't know what people do with road rage or like there's ways that we need to bump up against each other or bump up against nature or, or go and test ourselves against a mountain or a physical challenge. These are ways that we get to express these elements of the hunter, of the, of the tracker, of the killer, of the predator that are within us. At the same time, there's these other elements and archetypes of us as a lover, as an artist, as a dancer, as a, as a spiritual being, as a delicate child that is, you know, still has uh, tender emotions 
right? As a, as a more elevated spiritual being. Start thinking using your intent to direct you in all these different ways. It's not just linear. It's not just a, to a utility to solve tasks like how do I get a woman into bed? Intent can be a driving force, uh, and it should be, that leads you snaking and, and moving in different curves and changes and directions, non-linear ways and where, ways that you may very likely will don't even have any idea how it's going to play out. Especially depending on if you're a younger guy, you don't know. The, the, the world at large is going to change so much over the next generation that you can't, it won't even be recognizable with technology, with geopolitics, with climate change, with all sorts of things happening. You don't know what it's going to look like. You can't plan for your retirement now if you're 25 or 35 the way that maybe you could several generations ago. So your intent needs to be more malleable if you want to succeed in this modern age. But overall, you want to have themes inside yourself that you're looking at. What is my intention right now? It's to be present. It's to go for what I want. It's also to reciprocate or to have a to be able to shift into more passive intentions. I mean, a conversation with a girl, I ask her a question. My intent originally is to is to communicate something clear or to open up a topic. And now I shift into the passive receiving holding space intention, right? Where I'm not just waiting for the next thing to do or say, but I'm really reading and then I'm allowing my awareness to, to immerse in my awareness. Uh, and that's my intention there. And then now I need to redirect it into, all right, let's spike some energy, let's have a joke, let's, let's play, let's get physical. And then my intention becomes very proactive again, right? And then, and then we might be, I don't know, sit, sitting in a taxi and just holding each other's hands gently. And my intention here now shifts into just reading and chilling and being in sync, mirroring, having that mirror awareness, right? And then when we get to the, to the apartment door and she looks a bit nervous, my intention here now shifts into a gentle, comforting, to show her that she, you, you can be trusted and that this is a good idea for her to follow you. And then in a moment of decisiveness, warm and gentle decisiveness, then, you know, because I need to be powerful and clear in my intention, but often then reflect that in a very, very gentle outward or physical way. Although it might be like, let's get out of here, let's go upstairs. It's not forceful physically, it's not scary. It's gentle and easy for her to come along because she feels safe and feels uh, sexy and feels comfortable. So you see that there's all these nuances in intention. The, 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 you know, the more clear and gross or apparent ones of, I want the girl, I think she's beautiful, I wanna know her, I wanna lead her somewhere. These are, these are cornerstone pieces or, or pivotal pieces, but in amongst that is all these other nuanced ones. I wanna listen, I wanna feel, I wanna share, I want to just settle here and be neutral and in nothing, like a beautiful nothing space with her. Yeah, I want to understand her. I want to allow her to, to have her pain, to express what it is about the female condition that's difficult for her to get over so that she sees that I'm a man who understands women. Right? All of these nuances, all of these are directed by a sense of intention. There's just far more, uh, let's say, subtlety and complexity to it than it first appears. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.